0: Hey, girl. Hey. Jillian Petavale. What's up, Patrick Hines? Um,
1: what are we talking about today? We're talking about Children of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Camp. Sorry. It's so, I just get them so confused. Did you say Jesus Camp? <laughs> Did I? That would be. Jesus Camp. <laughs> Jesus Camp. I don't know oh, what. Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ Camp. <laughs> It's so hot that my mouth is just like, I'm giving up. My body is giving I know. out on and me. And the
0: beauty of podcasting is that we can't have an air conditioner while we're doing it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, or that I can just show up looking like absolute <laughs> sweaty garbage, and you're the only one who has to suffer through it. Hi, girl. Hey. <laughs>
0: How are you? You know, the, the truth of the of the truth of everything is that I gave up on humans so long ago that like <laughs> that like Jesus Camp doesn't even bother me anymore. I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot. Humanity is the worst. It fills
1: me with rage. <laughs> this is a
2: sick old world. Kids, you gotta change things. Boys and girls can change the world.
1: Absolutely.
2: I played you
1: <laughs> Christian there are two kinds of people in the world people who love Jesus and people who don't
2: where should we be putting our focus I'll tell you where our enemies are putting it they're putting it on the kids how long have you been a Christian
3: at five I got saved
2: yes yeah. I just wanted more of life you go into Palestine and they're taking their kids to camps like we take our kids to Bible camps and they're putting hand grenades in their hands.
4: there's an excitement yet there's a
3: peace with it all too It's really cool. I really feel that we're a key generation to Jesus coming back. And we are a generation that needs to rise up and run with that baton.
0: How many of you want to be those who would give up their lives for Jesus? We're
3: being trained to be God's army. There's a new church like this every two days in America.
2: 25% of the American
0: population, that's about 80 million people.
3: If the evangelicals
0: vote they determine
3: the
2: election. They've taken
0: over the White House, Congress, the judiciary for a
2: generation. This is just the tip of the iceberg. This
1: war! Are you a part of it or not? I just want to stress, I think this is true crime because when there's child abuse and cults involved. How is this
0: not a cult? That's my other thing. It's That's
1: like, in my notes. Explain yeah, it to me. It you, says. you
0: guys are Branch Davidians. Like, how is this not a cult? It's a
1: cult. It's child abuse. Yeah. They're being held kind of against their will because their parents are like, go to this camp in the middle of Missouri. Like this is true crime.
0: Yeah. So the so the movie opens at like the movie opens with like, listen, I've seen a lot of musicals in my day and this this number's intense. Jerry Mitchell choreography it is not.
2: Now it's time.
1: It's like they're camo. They're in these camo face paints.
0: Yeah, they're like 10. They're
1: chanting. They look so angry and so mean. <laughs> and but then so- it comes to the parents and they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And then we see someone and we're like, you know she's going to be a major player in this. Stage <laughs> momming from the side, mouthing the Full angry words. Full on like,
0: dance mom, lesbian haircut. Uh-huh.
1: Mr. Becky Fisher.
2: <laughs> I have no idea how many people are here today. I'm told the auditorium will hold about 500 so we're doing pretty good aren't we?
1: Let me say something. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Sit yourself down. <laughs>
0: Take several seats.
1: Here's here's the thing. I normally am not the type of person who would fat shame or or out somebody who's closeted and struggling with their sexuality. Yeah. However... I, that
0: she, is a running theme in this movie, by the way.
1: Every, like you said earlier, what'd you say? Every
0: single human being that runs these crazy Christian camps is a homosexual. Absolutely.
1: Normally, I don't attack people on those things because that would make me a monster. However... When you're a monster and you're <laughs> right. screaming at children and shaming them and making them feel guilty and screaming at them about abortion, oh my you God. are just fair game. I know.
0: So what this is, is a prayer conference for like the Utes, as they say <laughs> in My Cousin Vinny. I was
1: going to say, thanks, Joe <laughs> Pesh. I love My Cousin Vinny. The Utes: I want this ridiculous thing for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's happening at this prayer conference?
1: what's not have ever things. Uh, yeah. The kids are screaming and chanting. Here's something that they're doing speaking in tongues.
2: All right. Now I want everyone to raise your hands and we're going to pray in tongues. Hallelujah. Let's do it. Oh, we love you, Jesus. So
0: So we, I have said on this podcast, I'm on the record as saying nothing in the world scares the shit out of me more than the speaking in tongues. Also try to do it right now.
1: Here's the thing. That's what I was going to say. i didn't know because she because she's like okay everyone and now let's speak in tongues. I didn't know that was something you could just do. I, know, I thought it's like you become possessed or whatever. Right, exactly. And it happens to you. Right. I didn't know she was like and tongue speaking in three and two and five <laughs> six seven eight. Like I didn't know.
0: I you don't know this, but directly beneath this apartment that we are my apartment that we're recording in, there's a woman who every Sunday has like a chanting circle where they're like oming and then speaking in tongues. It scares the shit out of me every time.
1: That's where the ghost is coming from for Daisy. Why have you is this the, this is episode what 10 11 and we're just now getting to the chanting and speaking in tongues that's yep. happening directly below you? Yeah, I know. Mystery solved.
0: <laughs> so, okay, this prayer conference is like the precursor. It's kind of just set up to introduce us to Becky.
1: And what and the evangelical faith. Right. So, Becky Fisher Becky is Fisher. a monstrous nightmare yeah. who admits to the camera immediately. She says kids are so usable in Christianity. She admits that she's using children because they're like sponges. Yeah. yeah, I can go
2: into a playground of kids that don't know anything about Christianity, lead them to the Lord in a matter of just no time at all. And, and just moments later, they can be seeing visions and hearing the voice of God because they're so open. They are so usable in Christianity.
1: And then she compares them to Muslims in Palestine. She just goes on this rant where I'm like, this is five minutes in, you guys. They're going into the schools. You
2: go into Palestine and I can take you to some websites that will absolutely shake you to your foundations and show you photographs of where they're taking their kids to camps like we take our kids to Bible camps. And they're putting hand grenades in their hands. They're teaching them how to put on bomb belts. They're teaching them how to use rifles. They're teaching them how to use machine guns. It's no wonder with that kind of intense training and discipling, that those young people are ready to kill themselves for the cause of Islam.
0: I mean, it's, it's kind of important to remember that this movie was made in 2006 and Mm -hmm. it wasn't that long after 9-11. It was still like, you know, crazy Bush era, Muslim hating, just all the values that this country was founded on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, so after the conference, we get to go to Becky's house. It's very exciting. It's complete with her like TV dinners and like TV trays. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's 40 cats that are locked in a bedroom. Sure. And we get like a direct to the camera interview. She's literally watching the videos of that was taken at the conference of the kids.
1: Convulsing. Crying. crying. Like, I am so disturbed by that footage. Yeah. Like, I wish there could be a split screen of my reaction to it <laughs> and hers because mine is just, like, holding my face and, like, contorting and hiding under the covers and crying.
0: And she literally at one point, like, leans in.
1: She's like, oh, this is the
0: best I shit know, ever. I know, I know. During, like, you know, when when we have this interview, she's saying all these crazy things.
1: She says that she loves George W. Bush because he gives credibility to this yeah. whole thing. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: I would say there's a friendlier environment now in, in the United States towards Christianity than there has, has been in my lifetime. And a lot of it has to do, just in the last few years, has to do with President Bush. He has really brought some real credibility um, to the Christian faith. He's been very open, blatantly open about his faith in God.
1: You can hate the guy, many people do, whatever. Oh, there's like a
0: fondness for him in this country right now. There's like a nostalgia like, remember for Remember the good
1: old days? <laughs> uh, but you know that dummy was still just like, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Do not roll me in with this crazy shit. Even he was like, girl. I- come on man (laughs) this is when
0: we learn that she has a camp that she like runs in august we know this because she like creepily at her at her prayer conference Mm -hmm. like tracks these two boys down in the hallway
1: right and she's so fake yeah and she's like are you coming to camp that's so totally cool man No.
2: no he's coming to our camp this summer are you guys coming too
1: North Dakota? North
2: Dakota. To North Dakota. Yes. You are coming? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Totally cool. Is your whole family coming? Or just you guys? I they're- think
1: she us. Awesome.
0: So I have to say this. One of the kids that she tracks down is this kid Levi.
1: Oh, that rat tail, right? The
0: rat tail for days. But there's something about that kid. Am I wrong? No. He had that kid. I mean, and all through the movie, he's the one that everybody picks out and points to. He's special. He's a special, special the kid.
1: The thing about these kids, too, is that they're so much older seeming. Yeah. Than most ten year olds. Right, and she says to him, like, when? How long have you been a Christian? How long have you been a Christian? I've been a
3: Christian. At, I was at five. I got saved. Yeah, because I just wanted
1: more of life. Yeah, there was just nothing that I thought was fun. You thought at five years old there was nothing
2: funny. fun? Yeah. Yeah. really? Five already?
1: Years old. Every. He couldn't find any meaning to life at five years old. <laughs> You guys, please let that sink in. I beg of you. <laughs> what does that mean? I know. Five.
0: I know. Okay, Jillian, what happens next?
1: Now we're home with Levi. So Levi's
0: the rat tail kid who's like clearly super special.
1: Right. And he is watching this video. About it's called creation adventure. And there's this like <laughs> fucked up looking prehistoric creature slash alien who's acting like a news anchor, basically saying that science is wrong. It doesn't exist. Right. Creationism is the only way to go. And then we realize, oh, of course he's homeschooled. Of, right, course. of course.
4: Was it an explosion? Did we come from a glob of goo? Ugh. Ugh. I don't think so.
1: So then we have the, she his mom holds up this book where it's like creation is the way science is stupid, and they're <laughs> laughing.
0: I know about
1: science and something really scary happens that really sets the tone for this whole thing. She tells him that one you know global warming is a myth. Granted, this is two two thousand six, like right. things have changed. Still, it it wasn't a myth then. It's not a myth now. Sorry. Right? Yeah, yeah. But she she asks him this question and she's like what if you went to a school and they were like, you're stupid because you believe in creationism. She's already starting this us versus them. Yeah. Everyone thinks you're dumb. Like she's already creating, no pun intended, (laughs) ha, this world for him in which he is right and it's only him and everybody else is wrong and out to get him. One popular thing to do in American politics is to note that the summers in the United States over the past few years have been very warm. As a result, global warming must be real.
2: What's wrong with this reasoning? It's only gone up oh.
1: 0.6 degrees. Yeah, it's not really a big problem, is it?
0: So now we take a deep dive into some of the kids that are, that are getting ready to go to camp.
1: We need to talk about Rachel, <laughs> who I feel is watching me somehow. She's here. I feel Stop. like she's here. I don't see her, but I know she sees me. So we meet Rachel. Rachel. Who is like cha- they're at? They're all bowling, right? All yeah. these kids are bowling, and I'm like, oh, like finally a fun activity for yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Fine, it's the only one. By the way, <laughs> it's the only time they have any fun at all. Well,
0: also we see the exterior of the bowling alley, and there's like a huge sign that says like Adult Emporium. Yes. <laughs> also-
1: what yeah and then I was like oh right it's a bowling alley at first I was like what a, what's happening did they find Becky in the lesbian section did they get her no they're at the bowling alley so Rachel is just like chanting into the bowling ball and trying to get God to get her a strike she gets a gutter ball she's
0: also reading um a Jesus like comic book
1: I have seen those on the subway have you ever actually seen what those no. are like what do they say they are horrifying it's blood of jesus you're everything is the worst that it's a sick world abortion 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 everyone is terrible but you and there are these creepy it's so like old 70s like weird anime like cartoony drawings and they are just horrifying then then we just see her and she's like i'm like what is she doing she like gets her sights on someone yeah she walks up to this girl who's like wearing like you could see a little bit of her stomach. She's like a blood. She's like- she is literally what I what I
0: think I'm gonna see when I look in the mirror, <laughs> like skinny, perfect boobs, she, like stringy, perfect blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. So Rachel's like, "Hi, um, I just hi, um." She, Rachel cannot compose herself, girl. Hi, girl, um, get it together. So girl. I
1: um okay, so I I was just um I was talking to God and um. Hi, um. God's just telling me that
4: he. You're on his mind, and he just wants to take you, and he just wants to love on you, and he has special plans for you in your life,
1: and he just wants you to be able to follow him with your whole heart. And, and you just see this, and this girl is like, I'm just trying to like meet somebody at the bowling alley, and like, like eat like, my
0: nachos. and eat like yeah,
1: okay, child of the corn. Like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And she's being so nice. Like the girl,
0: the, the, girl, the me is being so You're nice. being so nice. Thank you. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. And so Rachel's like, hey, so I was just talking to God. And he um he just like, he's really like scared for you. And um he <laughs> basically telling this girl that she's Don't like stop, give us the full Rachel. So um so I so I was talking to God and he's saying, um, he's like really scared for you, and um, I'm I'm just praying for you. And he told me um, like, um, like to pray for you. So I'm praying for you, and I hope that like your life gets better and you make um like better decisions. Basically telling this person that she's a whore <laughs> and she's like because she's pretty. Again, everyone's a little too pretty. Let's attack them because they're a little too pretty, living their lives.
0: I am discriminated against daily
1: for being I this know. gorgeous. I you're so beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank I you. mean that inside now. Um. So the girl's like, thanks. <laughs> like, I feel like that's how I would do. Like, I'm just gonna take this because she's gonna kill me. The thing is, I don't know what what would I say to a nine
0: year old girl that came up to me at a bowling alley and was like, "I'm praying for you."
1: I would be like, "Where is her mother?" Well. She goes up to her father, question mark. I don't know who this guy gay is. Gay uncle. Gay uncle. They're all gay. They're all gay. Every one of them. And he's like, way to be obedient, Rachel.
4: <laughs> wow. So you saw her and you just felt like God told you to go over there. Yeah. I waited a little bit, you know, to be sure. You know what I mean? Kept coming to your heart? Uh-huh. And afterwards, I felt like I had picked the right one.
3: That's right. Good job, Rachel. Way to be obedient.
1: I'm like, this, and the thing I is, know. Rachel does not have a fighting chance. This is happening to Rachel. She really, <laughs> no. this is what has happened to her. Like, I I don't, I'm I not know. making fun of a nine-year-old girl, but no. like, no, it's, no. It's, it's a horrible, then you really, like, we're laughing about it, but then you really think, and you're like, oh my God, it's she horrifying. has been brainwashed by these crazy people who can't handle that they're gay. Oh my God, why, they're all, you guys, we're going to get
0: to it. Like, we're not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. What does Rachel want to be when she grows up?
1: She wants to do nails. (laughs) Do you want to know why? Yes, please. Because then when people sit down and they're getting their nails done, she can talk to them about Jesus and they can't leave because they're getting their nails done.
0: She's like all pumped. And she goes, you know, relaxing Christian music in the background? You're doing it.
4: I always thought it would be kind of fun to be one of those like people who paint nails and stuff because you would get a chance to tell them about the lord i mean just relaxing christian music in the background you know doing it you know what i mean it would just be really relaxing and they would just be able to kind of they weren't have many walls at that second you know uh, and they would just be able to accept
0: so the next person we meet is tori which is after my own heart because you know how i feel about tori spelling
4: and she's a dancer my favorite kind of music is like christian heavy metal rock and roll and it focuses, and the basis is towards Jesus. And some of the songs don't actually say, like, Jesus or our Lord or and stuff like that. But they do have a Christian
1: basis, and it is focused towards him.
0: But you know who she hates? Who? Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears.
1: Right. Because they <laughs> dance it for the flesh. Here, Let me talk to, about Tori real quick. <laughs> Tori... <laughs> That's what she says. I know, I know. I know, I know. I know. This poor 10-year-old girl <laughs> loves her super hardcore Christian rock. And she hates Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan. But she's a dancer and she says this heartbreaking thing where she's like, I have to remember that when I'm dancing, I'm dancing for God. And if I'm dancing for me in the flesh because it feels good, people can notice that and I make that mistake. When I
4: dance, I really have to make sure that that's God. Because people will notice when I'm just dancing for the flesh. And I Do that sometimes, and must I must admit that? Then I really need to get over that. So,
0: I know, and I'm like, live your truth, girl. I know. Dance for you. A ten year old say, I, I I often make the mistake of dancing for the flesh. That that is that is such crazy talk.
1: It's so like, can't these kids just be kids? I know. Like, they're at this Jesus camp, and all they're doing is crying. I know. And screaming. And it's like, they get back to school, and it's like, what'd you do this summer? I went to a water park. I screamed and <laughs> cried and was told that I'm full of I shame know. and guilt and abortion's wrong. That's I what know. I did. What'd you do this summer? Uh, also, one more, one last thing about Tori and her family. Yeah. They pledge allegiance to the Christian flag. <laughs> and? The Bible.
3: I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's <laughs> holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide it word
4: in my heart that I might not sin against God. Here. And that
0: was when I was like, no, this really is a cult, though. Like, this is like, even David Kresh is like, oh, damn, we never did that oh, shit. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, and then they have, like, there's something about, this is going to make me sound like a monster. There's something about children's voices in unison I know. that is so <laughs> creepy to me. So when they're like, I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, I'm like, oh my God. No. <sighs> They're all here. No, they're all no. in my closet and under my bed. And I'm terrified. <laughs> what is that about children's voices in unison? It's so creepy, especially when they're like. cult.
0: I know it's it really is terrifying.
1: Oh I have another thing about Tori.
0: Tell me everything. Okay
1: so this is another thing that makes me so sad. It's raining.
0: Oh my God. Ten year olds love the rain right like and it's the summer
1: it's so much fun so she's standing out the rain and her mother's like Tori Victoria. (laughs) Victoria Jesus whatever your last name is. Get back in here.
0: Victoria Mary of Nazareth. (laughs) Christian Stein get in here.
1: (laughs) Jesus fish get in here. Victoria, turn around and go back inside now.
4: Thanks. Okay. okay. I have to get hit ten times by drops of rain for ten years You're away. very funny.
1: And Tori's like, Mom, I'm ten years old. It's the rain. I want to be out in the rain. Right. But she says, I'm ten years old, so I want ten drops on me. I don't know and, why. I guess I'm laughing. And the mother's like, very funny. <laughs> and I'm like, I hope Tori has dealt with her OCD in a healthy way. Because the poor thing's mother... Is screaming at her. <laughs> Patrick just ran into, <laughs> bumped his head into the, the microphone. My face into the microphone because I'm laughing so hard that I'm crying and I can't see anything. Oh my god! But that's she. The poor thing is OCD or like some sort of. I know. Like for for a little ten year old to be like, I'm ten years old. Ten drops on me or like she's just being like a silly little kid. I don't know. But the mother's like, get back inside. And I'm like, Lord, you've given me this daughter, and how am I supposed to train her? What am I supposed to do now? Right. You guys, we just are getting to the camp, by the way. Let's go to... Do you think um, Sir Becky Fisher gets or sees the irony of naming her camp Kids on Fire?
0: (laughs) Wait, where is it located?
1: Oh, in Devil's Lake, North Dakota. (laughs) Does she understand it? Was it planned? I don't know. I'm exhausted. I know, I know. Can
0: we talk about before the kids actually get to the camp and yeah. they're like walking around blessing the PowerPoint? Now I just
2: pray over this equipment. We speak over the PowerPoint presentations, the, all of the video projectors, and we we'll say, devil, we know what you love to do in meetings like this.
1: And we say, you will not, in Jesus' name. We know as podcasters, look, uh-huh. tech issues are the work <laughs> of, of some kind of demonic presence. I've been on the losing end of a tech issue more than once. I understand that I fear of like... If, the, if this doesn't work, it's all over. I know. Never once have I begged anyone that I know or any of my equipment to be covered in Jesus' blood. Just <laughs> different really perspectives, not, I guess. Different ways
0: of, of preparing, I but guess. But
1: I do understand that fear. Yeah. I don't begrudge her that. <laughs> It's like the only thing we agree on, that anxiety of technology failing you.
0: Yeah, I get it.
1: Then she's like, let's all speak in tongues and five, six, seven, eight. And I'm like, again with the planned <laughs> tongue speaking. But then they also know how to
0: do it. Well, I I would uh, not, it's it seems to me like such a skill. In the name of Jesus, we
2: speak that.
0: So, in preparation for the big opening ceremony, what's happening? She
1: is Hairspraying her hair.
0: She's like in a room, like in a dressing room, like
1: getting ready. A comically long time. <laughs> the hairspray is just, shh. just... And She's like,
0: it's definitely Patrick in high school. Like, you know, like pulling the pieces to one side and shh pulling it to another, shh, hoping that it just does not move out of place.
1: I I really can't get over how long the hairspray sound is going. It's just on and on. <laughs> And then she just puts it down. She goes, Oh, this is exhausting. <sighs> I
2: get exhausted doing this.
1: And I'm like, Does she know the cameras are on her? No. Because of course it's exhausting because you're screaming at children I about know. how guilty they should feel that they're not doing enough for the world on abortion. Melissa Etheridge albums just left and right. You know that that's like... Yeah. She doesn't have an iPod because th- these people just live <laughs> in like the late right. 70s. Like that's just where they just stopped evolving. But you know she has like CDs.
0: Yeah. Indigo Girls. Yeah. Melissa Etheridge, Ani to Frank, Yeah. Hello. Maybe a little
1: Tori. Yeah. But, but that's her guiltiest pleasure because Tori <laughs> has a lot of issues with the church. So you know that she's right. listening to Crucified just like (laughs) how am i gonna explain this to god (laughs) speaking of music yeah so we're at this like the opening i guess like the opening ceremony of this jesus camp right and it's like a gym workout it feels like it's like they're getting ready to warm up they are and like so it's a rap song we're kicking it for christ yeah homie Okay, so then Becky comes out and now this is when we saw a little bit of the crazy screaming <laughs> anger in the beginning, but now this is her show. Uh, yeah. But before she goes into it, she does arguably like the second creepy thing. Like the, the whole movie is the creepiest thing about the movie, yeah. you know uh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. The second creepiest thing is she comes out and like m- asks the kids like, "How's my hair look? How do you guys like the hair?" And I'm like, that's weird. And then she's like, how about my nails? Fingernails. And I'm like, that's super weird. Uh, Then she's like, "And the rest of me? How about the rest of me? And I'm like,
0: what are you doing? Well,
1: first of all, Rachel's like, well,
0: I could do some work on those nails. This
1: is the, (laughs) why don't you sit down?
0: Oh, 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 you know who she's got a real big problem with?
1: Oh yeah, 10-year-old Harry Potter. (laughs) 10-year-old Harry Potter should be put to death. And while I'm on the subject,
2: let me say something about Harry Potter. Warlocks are enemies of God. And I don't care what kind of hero they are. They're an enemy of God. And
0: had it been in the Old Testament, Harry Potter would have been put to death. And then, like, with her back to the camera, just, she can't, she's got to get it out. You, you don't, don't make, make heroes, heroes out, out of warlocks. warlocks.
1: But, okay, here's here's one, here's example number one of why we need science. Yes. A proof of why. So she has this little lion cub, right? And she's like, yeah, lion cub. And this is like sin. She's already screaming sin, sin, sin. The devil, sin. You're being tempted by sin right at this moment. Blah, blah, blah. So she has this little lion cub. And then to show like the growth of everything, she's like, and then you have a tiger by the tail and she's spinning a what? A lion stuffed animal. (laughs) This is why we need science and biology because tigers and lions are different. (laughs) and you can see it it's not just like a, any kind of jungle cat it's like a lion with a gigantic mane it's like there's like no stri- not a stripe to be seen it's a lion reason we need science number 1 there are many more to come
0: the first thing that made me want to jump through the screen and actually do bodily harm to these grown-ups is like what happens right after this where she starts screaming about how god has told her i sensed in my heart tonight when i heard the lord say is that there's some kids
2: here that say they're Christians, that they go to church all the time, but you're one thing when you're at church, and you're another thing when you're at school with your friends. Not, and what does she call them? Hypocrites.
0: Yeah. Fakers. Yeah, phonies. You're a
1: phony and a hypocrite. I'm cry- th- I was crying during this part. This is so mean. And then it cuts to
0: the kids, and they're like, oh, damn.
1: And like, they're like, that's right. Yeah. Especially little Andrew. Andrew, who is struggling. Is he the blonde kid? Yeah.
0: Oh, Andrew.
1: Andrew, Andrew says like the realest thing where it's like faith is hard because yeah. you can't see it and you just have to believe. And I'm like, yes, yeah. that's totally normal. Yeah, Especially totally. when you're 10.
0: Yeah. So then she asked the kids like, who here of you is a liar and a phony? Come up here and get washed.
2: And it's time to clean up your act. Come up here and get washed. With the blood of Jesus, do you have the blood of Jesus? Probably. You know, you know,
0: you know, she does have a little eight ounce bottle of Nestle water, and that's what she's <laughs> you to, to wash their hands.
2: Well, she blessed it. You know that. Come on, God. because we can't have phonies in the Army of God. If that's you, put your hands up here.
0: Whoa, baby. And that, and but then it cuts to the kids, where the kids each have a turn, like with the microphone, and that's when Andrew is like,
3: "Just, just to believe in God is really hard because you don't see him, you don't." You don't really know him much. Sometimes I don't even believe what the Bible says. It makes me a faker. Makes me feel guilty and bad.
1: And then it cuts to like, and then it shows them like trying to be kids, like telling ghost stories. And some fucking goober comes in and is like, "No fun here." Was kidding. <laughs> in the
3: dark, dark house. There's dark, dark hallway. In the dark, dark hallway. There's dark, dark room. In the dark, dark room. There's dark,
1: dark staircase. Oh.
2: Everybody Man, in their in a- bed.
1: I'm
3: not.
4: All right.
1: They're 9 and 10 and 11 year old boys They're just trying to have fun They're a camp reminder Again, what'd you do at camp? I fucking cried I know
2: I'm not that wild about ghost stories, okay Mm. Some of them are a lot of fun But they don't maybe honor God And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, God says to focus on those things That are That uh, bear truth And those things that have beauty Focus on the good things and the things of God Okay Here we go, lights up guys
1: All right. Remember the PowerPoints that she's praying over? Yes. And she, a lot of Jesus's blood thing. Guess what? So we're at, we're in Becky's, whatever, like antiquated computer. It's like 20 feet wide by 20 feet wide. It's like
0: right from the Friedman's basement.
1: (laughs) Totally, totally, (laughs) totally. And she's like, she, it's the words punishment for sin is death. It's in, like, plain boring black font. That won't do for for Mr. Becky. Mr. Becky, so he wants... He was like, I think there's, like, a red blood font. Yeah. I
2: got some dripping with blood here somewhere.
1: So now it's, like, dripping red blood font. The word is punishment for sin is death. And he's like, that's better. That'll do. That'll really give these kids nightmares and ruin their lives and brainwash them.
0: Yeah, that looks better. That's better.
1: And then we meet this either New Zealand or Australia. Whoever he is, he's gay.
0: He... This woman in her, like, Hawaiian green shirt. We actually first see her in the cafeteria where she's, like, taking a video. Look at the new hairstyle. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's the number one cover lady for children's ministry worldwide. Great. Yeah, <laughs> God. You.
1: And Becky again, trying to be so cool. She's like, "I feel like I'm in the cover of Rolling Stones." She
0: says it with the
1: S. With an S.
2: It's almost like being on the cover of Rolling Stones. It is.
1: It
0: was my pet peeve as a bartender, where people would be like, "I'll take a Stolies and soda." Uh,
2: Ah,
1: Barnes and Nobles.
0: and Barnes and Nobles, and that was when I was like, "Well, I don't know if I can have a relationship with my own mother anymore."
1: She and Becky have a lot in common.
0: Well, more than Becky is prepared to acknowledge.
1: Exactly. <laughs> now we're back to scary Rachel, though.
0: Rachel is sitting like in a mosquito hut, like it's Panama, like coloring with the crayon, like really not needing this crayon to survive to see another day. No. And then she is. What does she have to say about dead churches? First of all, dead churches. <laughs>
1: This is another really sad, heartbreaking moment. So much hate and judgment from such a little kid. Yeah. Basically, there are some churches that God just hates <laughs> because they're not like her. God
4: is not in every church. There is such a thing as They're called, as a certain church. They're called dead churches. And the people there, they sit there like this. We worship you, God. We worship you, God. They sing
1: like three songs then they listen to a sermon like she's like some people just like sit there and pray quietly in their own way (laughs) what monsters they're not crying they're not chanting they're not screaming about about abortion there is no talk of jesus's blood being poured on you they're just sitting quietly praying in a way that works for them and god has no time for their shit (laughs) shit Can we do Jesus Camp
0: every week?
4: Yes! <laughs> churches that God likes to go to are churches where they're jumping up and down, shouting his name, and just praising him. They're not acting. They're not quiet. We worship you. They're, hallelujah, God! You know? And and depending on what,
1: how they invite him, he'll be there or not. So it's just like... Right, like again with this us versus them, they're right, they're wrong. It's like these kids do not have a fighting I know, chance. I know. But I know. you know who's gonna lead them? Who? Levi. He's preaching tonight at camp, y'all. Oh my God. Well,
0: so this is where we hearken back to. If I were like a talent agent, I'd be like, get me a meeting with this kid. Right. This
1: kid's got a spark, you know. He doesn't write his own shit though. God no. does it for him. <laughs> he doesn't even write his own material. I don't
3: write the sermon. God writes the sermon. I mean, I can feel it sometimes while I'm writing. I can feel it in my arm. Someone's holding my arm while I'm writing, right?
0: I will say, too, that, like, anybody who's ever rehearsed anything can acknowledge that there's nothing more humiliating in the world than somebody, like, watching you work out a bit, which is exactly what he's doing. I
3: feel. I mean, I really feel. I really feel that we're a key generation. I really do. I really feel that, that this generation is a key generation to Jesus coming back.
1: That is exactly what I want to say. He's like rehearsing the casual yeah. ums and us. Yeah. But then then it like it just keeps getting scarier and scarier because then this is the part of the trailer where she's like are you a part of it or not? Oh my god. Raw more. And I'm like, "Oh my god. This means war. Are you a part of it or not? Now I have in my notes, enter creep with the red life shirt.
4: I'm very excited tonight. I
0: usually talk to to big people. But tonight I get to talk maybe to the most important generation in American history. Whoa. This guy is the worst. Becky introduces him by being like, we got a lot of surprises in store for you kids tonight. And it's all about fetuses at different stages of gestation.
1: And he goes, you're not just a piece of protoplasm, whatever that is.
0: Here's the deal. Before you were born, God knew
2: you.
1: Extraordinary.
0: He said this. He said he formed you in your mother's womb. You're not just a piece of protoplasm, whatever that is.
1: I know, you want me to tell you this is why we need science? It's the living part of the cell. It's why you are here as a human person. It's like what makes you be a human in the flesh. I know the flesh is bad, Tori. I know. But protoplasm is the living part of the cell. It's an important thing. It's called science. Please don't laugh at it. It's a real thing, And guys. then,
0: speaking of science, he's like, basically what this is, It's an, it's, it's an assembly about going out and being pro-life and anti-abortion anti-anybody who is pro- Choice. Choice. And they're passing around like a little plastic doll of what a a fetus looks like. They all have
1: plastic babies. I know. And they're like holding them up to the sky and crying and clenching them. But then he puts a piece of red tape with the word life over their mouths. What
0: the hell is that? happening
1: it's so it makes me crazy and so like i don't know what the what the term is i just want to like protect all these kids yeah. do not use kids for your political agenda i know and i think they use um mike Papantonio in that um th- his radio show as a very good juxtaposition in this documentary to show a christian person who's like no, no 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 this is not christian this is not what you should be doing you can't mold your kids this way and I think the movie does a great job of saying like again not all Christians are like this not all religious people are like this just these crazy people
0: exactly how do we ignore that all of a sudden we're creating children's soldiers for the Republican Party how how does that figure into anything that
2: Christ had to say about how we should live our life on the earth
0: okay so after this makes me over. giddy oh my this God, makes guys, me this giddy is so crazy after it's over the the documentary like follows levi basically mm-hmm. like on his journey to like the mega churches in colorado so they go to the new life church mm-hmm. in colorado springs which is led by or was at the time led by ted Haggard
1: at which point I was like hey girl hey girl hey Look got this girl if you guys don't know about Ted Haggard so he's super creepy in this documentary he's yeah. looking into the camera he's like I know what you did but and again, I'm like, oh,
0: like the reason that he got to the, the, the level that he did is because he's so charismatic so charismatic <sighs> I just eye rolled hard I know, I know, I know
1: well yeah I mean some people think he's charismatic I think he's a dirtbag yeah and, but it's very hateful and very like the bible says homosexuality is wrong we've decided the bible is the word of god we don't have to have a general assembly
0: about what we believe it's written in the bible all right so we don't have to debate about what we should think about homosexual activity it's written in the bible then he has one of these like charming takes to the actual documentary camera where he like grabs the camera he's like i think i know what you did last night if you send me a thousand dollars i won't tell your wife and so they all laugh. They're like, oh, our pastor's so
1: charming. And then he's like, if you use this, I'll sue you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you use any of this, I'll sue you.
1: <laughs> Which is a little bit of foreshadowing because... Ted Haggard, you crazy bottom drug addict. Here's what he did. Yeah. He turns me into Nick, piece of garbage. I, 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 I It just, it thrills me because he's spewing all this hate and he gets caught with like a male sex worker and <laughs> Crystal Meth. It doesn't get any juicier. No, oh. it
0: doesn't. It doesn't. But, you know And like
1: sexts, the whole
0: nine, oh, you guys. Every everything.
1: everything that a guy who preaches hate speech about homosexuals does not want to happen to him. Exactly. Just cross it off the list. It and all happens.
0: Three year, and the sex worker is like, it wasn't a relationship. I was paid for everything, but yeah, we did it for three years, we, and I gave him all kinds of drugs. Yeah, yeah.
1: Crystal, that
0: I know, I know. Oh, oh, and by the way, if you, I was watching interviews with Ted Haggard today. He is so he took a two year media blackout. He didn't talk to anybody for two years. Now he is still with his wife. Uh, heterosexual, he said. Oh, that.
1: he's been cured. He went to yeah. one of those crazy, another yeah. cult camp. Whatever. And like,
0: he's like it, you know. He says that he does apologize to the gay community, but he's not gay, and being gay is a sin for him and the interviewer's like but it's a sin or it's not Ted and right. he's like no it's a sin for me it's a sin for me and um but he like he talks about like loving his like sexual relationship with his wife which is just so you gross know you don't. that poor
1: woman that poor, the poor woman. woman get what are you get out of there get out of there
0: although if you marry that man and you support all the crazy nonsense I and know for everything then you deserve what you get but it's like
1: how were, how are you surprised where he was like if the evangelicals vote they determine the election it's fabulous I, like, and I'm like oh, <laughs>
0: wait so the documentary was made before it was found out all the stuff about Ted Haggard but he says fabulous. Twice and both times I'm like, oh girl. He doesn't pick that purse up and put it back in your mouth, girl. Well, that's fabulous.
1: He doesn't just say fabulous. He says fabulous. He's real. Like the glitter is like spewing out of his mouth. It's a fabulous life. He, you know, he wants to like snap too. You know, he's suppressing some shoulder moves and some hip jutting. You know. Yep. Every fiber of his being is like you're gay, 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 gay. And he's like, no. He's like, again, Book of Mormon. He's like, turn it off. Exactly. Shut up, me. Exactly. Okay, so then the,
0: the next thing is that the, that crazy pro lifer with the red, yeah. the red shirt creep in the red shirt. <laughs> creep exactly. in the red shirt. Exactly. Somehow, the, his parents let them go on a, on a field trip to Washington with this nope. guy. Nope. And they're like at the, the, the steps of the Capitol. And what are they doing?
1: They're protesting abortion and like chanting and being crazy people. Singing about the blood of Jesus.
0: What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. But then he, like, takes the red tape and puts it over their mouths again. It's so... Children is, should be seen and not heard.
1: How is this not abuse and a cult? I don't I understand. But you know, they have all the right paperwork and their parents gave them permission. And they're like, we get yeah. to manipulate children exactly. and there's nothing you can do. Libbies. Exactly. Weird libs, whatever they call it, snowflakes or whatever the hell. Yeah. And at one point, Becky is like doing another post game, uh-huh. like leaning in and her like, what, what is that fabric that she has? She has that big sectional, but you know, it's like that soft fabric. Yeah. It's like brown. It's so like 1988. <laughs> But she's like, I know those liberals are shaking in their boots. They're wondering, what are these kids going to grow up to be? And I'm like, we are wondering that.
2: You want to see intense. You want to see kids passionate about Christ. This is it. You know, and I have to believe with all my heart that this is just the tip of the iceberg. I believe those kids made an impact in heaven. God hears the cries of children. Makes me want to cry.
0: (laughs) The last shot of the movie, and I just thought this was so brilliant, she's driving through the um, the car wash, and she, it comes to the end, and it's four stop signs. Yes. It's like her and four stop signs. Yes. Genius filmmaker. Yes, yes. I just, got, I, just got, Me too. I just got the shivers. It's
1: 98 degrees, and I'm like <laughs> getting the chills. But it's not over.
0: I. This is bonkers.
1: So then it's the credits, and you think it's over. So it's Rachel and Levi, and they're going around – People are having, like, a nice, lovely picnic. And she goes up to this family, and Rachel's like... This is in the credits. This is in the credits. It's, like, a couple credits, and then it, like, comes back, right? And she's like, where do you think you're going when you die? If you were to die right now, where do you think you would go? And they're like...
3: Heaven.
1: She's like... Really? Are you sure? And they're like, yes, child of the corn. I'm totally sure. And she's like, okay, well... And she's, like, very, like... Oddly threatening them That they're not Going to heaven And they're like We're having a picnic We're being nice to you Right Like we're giving you The time of day And then she walks away And she's like I think they were Muslims I think they were Muslims Rachel Too young for this shit I know Rachel is, an, is gonna grow up To be a nightmare I know And it's through No fault of her own
0: What do we know about the kids now? There's an article. I didn't get to read it about where they all were like 10 years later.
1: Um, Andrew? Yeah. Got the hell out of Dodge. He did? He's got long hair. He's all about like psychotropic drugs. Do you, Andrew? Yes. Live your life. <laughs> Levi, still going strong. Yeah. He's got a girlfriend. Did get a haircut. Thank God. Thank God. Um, Tori, they're, they're all still in it. Ugh. Andrew is the only one who's like, who thinks that Mr. Becky Fisher is a monster. Yeah thinks that what this whole camp is not okay he's not fully in the it was abuse camp no pun intended <laughs> and he's one of those people who's like i if i didn't go through that i wouldn't have you know come to the realizations that i have and the beliefs that i have yeah. so he's like the most mature one and the most like sane i think out of all of them or the the most aware of what happened trying to find the good in it i'm assuming that
0: Becky became a roadie for the Sheryl Crow Indigo Girls World Tour.
1: Yes, and in addition to that, she's still doing all this shit. So she's still doing this. She's like posting memes on Twitter. Hi, Becky. She's <laughs> posting memes on Twitter where it's like a sobbing child, and then the meme is just like, we're doing it. <laughs>
0: you guys if you are loving our episodes will you do us a favor will you share your favorite episode on your social media or and or will you uh, write a review and rate us on iTunes I've been reading them like I'm obsessed with our reviews on iTunes
1: they're so great
0: amazing and I love it like it, it warms my heart every time you guys write one yeah find us on Twitter at true crime obsessed no ed uh, and everything else you can find at true dot com you can email us your suggestions um, and just like say hi yeah
1: You guys are so great on Twitter. It's the best time. I
0: know. We're having so much fun. Yeah. We are taking next week off. So catch up on all of our episodes. If you haven't um, heard our episode about the woman who wasn't there, it's a recent fave. Yep. Uh, And we'll be back the week afterwards. What are we doing?
1: Who took Johnny? Oh, it's on
0: Netflix, you guys. It's amazing. And here's the preview.
4: Please contact us if you have our son. We'll work with your demands because we want him back.
1: There was no crime scene. He just vanished.
2: My husband and I feel we must do what we humanly can as his parents.
1: There was a lot of fear. They didn't catch the perpetrator. Something like this is gonna happen again.
0: But every time we found a clue, we ran into a brick wall.
2: And at that moment, when our eyes met, I knew I was going to hear exactly what happened to my son that day.
3: You have no idea what it's like to look for your missing child. It is hell on earth. Sunday, September 5th, approximately 6 a.m. Twelve-year-old John Gosh had been delivering papers in this affluent neighborhood of West Des Moines. That was the last time he was seen.
1: The parents believe the boy is alive and has been kidnapped.
3: Johnny, we love you. We're waiting for you to come home. We're doing everything in our power to get you back. Take care, babe
1: thousands of people have been searching for the boy but nothing positive has turned up
2: I have said this many times if Johnny had not had a mother he would have had no one absolutely no one looking for him I guess I'm just more appalled than shocked anymore I believe that my son deserved 110% of my energy to try to find out what happened to him. The police say they have no crime. I have no son.